Now you can find, listen and subscribe to Chilling with Jens and the local Danfoss Climate Solution podcast in your RevTools app. Download it from danfoss.com. Service and support. Downloads. Hi, I'm Jens Andersen from Danfoss Climate Solution. Thank you for listening to this podcast that hopefully will settle the minds of those of our colleagues who have been curious about what happens with the latest European F-gas regulations and refrigerant phase-outs and what is next in line for the refrigeration business. Jörg Saar will take us through the discussion. Good morning, Jörg, and thank you for joining again, Hello. again. Hello, Jens. You're welcome. My pleasure. You're the only one today, by the way, just just for, for the heck of it. Um, we've, Ooh, now the uh, pressure is on, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, we've left uh, John, I think, in uh, somewhere uh, yes. down under. Isn't that correct? That's that's correct. John John is currently, currently traveling. Yes. Yeah. Great. Okay. Jörg, we're going to talk about this new FGAS regulation or the uh, repealing of the FGAS regulation that has uh, been happening here uh, in the autumn of 2023. Uh, to your opinion, Jörg, which are the most uh, significant, important details? Uh, no, not details. Headlines, please. Well, yeah, you're right. Um, the new FGAS regulation is coming. Uh, there, there is an agreement. The final text is y not yet published, but quite some some information drops out, kind of. And there are two points I see as really important, and the most important, in my opinion, is the so-called quota. And that quota will go down. So the quota was already a main driver, an important driver, and is becoming even more important. So the quota is one thing and the most important one. And the other one are specific bands for specific equipment, new equipment, not equipment that's already in the market, new equipment. Those two points are the, the big ones, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, just, just. Uh, I mean, quotas uh, is a great thing, but uh, could you please just give us a, a short brief on what is meant by quotas? Well, yeah, the quota is a is an interesting system, and it 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 sounds a bit strange, but the concept is really that you have a certain amount of CO2 equivalent that can be sold into the market. And then you calculate that amount of CO2 equivalent into kilograms of refrigerant. Just to give a certain example, let's assume you have a quota of 2000 tons of CO2 equivalent. That's what you can sell into the market as refrigerant. But you don't sell CO2 equivalents. You want to sell kilograms of refrigerant. Where is the connection? Well, that's the GWP, so the global warming potential. 
Now let's assume you have a refrigerant that has a global warming potential of 4,000 kilograms of CO2 per kilogram of refrigerant. So four tons of CO2 per kilogram of refrigerant. Going back to your quota of 2,000 tons of CO2 equivalent, you divide these 2,000 tons of CO2 equivalent by the GWP, by four tons of CO2 per kilogram of refrigerant. So 2,000 divided by four means you can sell 500 kilograms of refrigerant in that case. If you have that quota of 2,000 tons of CO2 equivalent, you could sell 500 kilograms of that specific refrigerant. And that's how it works for, for all the refrigerants. And then you have a larger amount of CO2 equivalent that can be sold into the market. And you divide that by summing up all, all the refrigerants and divide and the GWPs. And then you come to an, a certain amount of kilograms of refrigerant, which is available that can be sold into the market. And the okay. idea behind that is now you reduce the amount of CO2 equivalent and that gives the initiative to say, okay, if I use a refrigerant that has a lower GWP, then I don't divide that by, let's say, four tons of CO2 per kilogram of refrigerant, but only by, let's say, 150 kilograms. So 0.15 tons of CO2 per kilogram of refrigerant. And now you can sell more kilograms of that lower GWP refrigerant for the same quota. Yeah. And that will also have an impact on the high GWP value uh, prices, right? I mean, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And that's the whole idea. Th I that's guess. the whole idea. Exactly. Yeah. That that the refrigerants with the high GWP, you can sell only a small amount of kilograms of that refrigerant for a certain quota, but you could sell far more kilograms of another refrigerant with a lower GWP. Now, if it, it's pretty clear what's what's going to happen. If you, if you want to have a refrigerant with a high GWP, that will be at a high price because only a small amount of kilograms of that refrigerant can go into the market mm. and that yeah. makes it more expensive that's exactly the idea Jens. yes yeah yeah and it will also have an impact on uh well older systems actually but but let's let's come back to that later because you you said something about the two things you mentioned as as the major impact or major importance in 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 this uh new uh, fgat re regulation you you mentioned equipment yes what do you mean by equipment well um specific applications for example okay. chillers or yeah. uh, air conditioning monoblock units or monoblock heat pumps or split air conditioning systems or heat pumps or um, kind of any refrigeration equipment or self-contained refrigeration equipment. So really some specific 
units yeah. and and there are specific bands for specific equipment in that new upcoming fgas regulation okay so complete systems rather than uh, say components yeah got it you're right complete systems yeah that um, that you look at at a chiller which which is a complete functioning system and let's stick to the example with the chillers there are going to be specific bands of refrigerants in chillers at specific dates so um, we had that in the past as well with the now still in force fgas regulation there were certain certain bands of specific refrigerants in specific applications in the past already so that idea of banning certain refrigerants in specific equipment is not new it is it is just now uh, some some new bands are coming in but the idea exists already um, that that was already in the in in the current fgas regulation and the new one brings in some new bands here now yeah got it. and if if we want to talk about these bands i mean then then we go a bit into detail but why not maybe to to give some examples if that's okay with you yeah sure please go ahead let's let's stick to chillers um and the bands work in a way that they always say well for new equipment that means only for a new chiller that is built and is sold into the market only there it's not for existing equipment when you have existing equipment that's still running you don't need to do anything there this is always only for new systems to be sold in the mark into the market all all these bands that that i'm going to talk about now and then for chillers there is a distinction between chillers up to 12 kilowatts of cooling capacity and chillers above 12 kilowatts and in 2027 so from 2027 onwards 1st of january you are not allowed to use refrigerant with a GWP higher than 150 for chillers up to 12 kilowatts. If your chiller has a higher cooling capacity than 12 kilowatts, you can use refrigerant with a GWP of up to 750. The 12 kilowatt chiller stays like that, or the chiller that has more than 12 kilowatts cooling capacity. You can continue to use a refrigerant with a GWP of 750 from 2027 onwards. However, if you have a chiller that has a cooling capacity of less than 12 kilograms, in 2032, from then onwards, chillers up to 12 kilowatts cooling capacity are no longer allowed to use any F-gas. Just to mention that there is an F-gas ban from 2032 onwards for chillers up to 12 kilograms for new chillers, yeah. right? New always. That's that's one example. Um, and, um, 
Well, yeah, then, then just to mention that, I don't know whether we need to go through all, all the details here. The same exists for monoblock air conditioning systems and heat pumps. Again, a 12 kilowatt limit and again, a GWP of 150. And the monoblock units below 12 kilogram, the same date, 2032 you are no longer allowed to use F-gas in new systems. If we stick with air conditioning systems and heat pumps, if we look now at split systems, so you don't have a monoblock, now we look at split systems. Again, the 12 kilowatt limit, and we split that here until 2020 or from 2027 onwards. Again, a limit to 150 GWP. Then two years later, um, we look into another ban for systems above 12 kilograms, uh, 12 kilowatts, the split systems, air conditioning systems, and heat pumps. Here we come to a GWP limit of 750 then. Then um, for these split systems, the ones below 12 kilogram, we have a limitation to use no F gases from 2033 onwards. Yeah. And finally, um, there is the refrigeration equipment. Let's, or let's talk about that as well. There is an existing ban already in, in the existing F-gas regulation, and there is no change. It is about multi-pack centralized refrigeration systems, rated capacity of um, up to 40, uh, 40 kilowatts and, and so on. So nothing has changed there. However, from 2025 onwards, any self-contained equipment, commercial refrigeration equipment or any self-contained refrigeration equipment, there is a limit of GWP 150. And self-contained, of course, means that everything is in the unit, like a commercial refrigerator or freezer, or like a cooling cabinet that is a plug-in, where you only plug uh, the power in and then the unit works. So all these self-contained refrigeration systems, they have a GWP limit of 150 from 2025 onwards. I know I repeat myself, this is only for new equipment. Existing equipment is not covered here. And then yeah. if we talk about condensing units, maybe a final word about that, um, or any refrigeration equipment, and that includes systems with condensing units, which are not self-contained, or systems where, where you have the compressor a bit further away and not in the housing of the unit. From 2030 onwards, we have that same GWP limit of 150 for new equipment. So it will have quite an impact actually on, on how we work in, well, actually also the near future. I mean, we're looking at uh, one of the first things will happen in 2025 and that's only two years from now yeah well i it's it's a question i've asked been before what uh advices will you give our listeners uh say if they want to well essentially keep their job 
but also uh, be on top of things, um, say, uh, also in, 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 in the longer future. Well, if you want to keep your, your job, it makes a lot of sense to stay in the refrigeration and air conditioning business <laughs> in general, because that's, yeah. um, that's a business that's on, on a European scale, that's really a solid business yeah. and it, it will be needed, no question about that. What's necessary, of course, is, is to look into the new refrigerants the new low GWP and ultra low GWP refrigerants, however you want to call them. So you heard the limit of 150 a few times. So now you might say, but yeah, it's it's the manufacturers who build the, the chillers and all the new equipment and um, I'm doing the service and so on. I install all that so it doesn't hit me immediately. Well, you still have to work with these refrigerants. It's a good idea to know about these new refrigerants, how to handle them. Maybe you have to charge a system somewhere and you need to use these new refrigerants. So really get used to these new refrigerants. And if you build refrigeration systems yourself, then it's even more necessary Get, get used to these refrigerants. Think about using these low and very low GWP refrigerants because you need to use them. As, as you said before, the, the prices for, for the other refrigerants will go up. That's, that's pretty clear. Availability will go down. And in addition, then the bands for, for some equipment, there is no longer a possibility to use certain refrigerants from certain dates onwards. So you have to look into these low GWP refrigerants. There's there's simply no way around it. No, and that's actually also something I saw in 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 the uh, the document uh, somewhere down the uh, I mean, uh, two hundred pages down or something like that. I saw something uh, about needed to take the skilled personnel uh, up to the level of being able to work with uh, the new refrigerants uh, in future. Uh, also, how do you work with older systems? How do you service them uh, hmm. when, when you're working with the older refrigerants? That, that's a good point um, that you mentioned, because one thing does not work to say, well, yeah, um, I continue servicing the, the old equipment and then um, the old equipment can still be used and everything is fine and I can do service on those. So I use the refrigerants which are in the old equipment and I keep going like that. I don't really look at the newer stuff. Uh, wait a minute, already now in the existing F-gas regulation, there is a challenge. If you have an, a refrigerant with a GWP of more than 2,500 already now and since three years, you are not allowed to use virgin refrigerant for service. You have to use recycled refrigerant if your GWP is above 2,500. In other words, if you have 404A or R507, you cannot use virgin refrigerant. You have to use recycled refrigerant. So it, it hits you as well. 
so and and um of course you're going to see more and more equipment with lower gwp refrigerants and you have to do service there as well and and that's that's what you're going to see that that impact even in service more and more yeah it's exciting times that we will enter or well we are actually already there so uh, yeah be ready for changes i guess you could say um Jörg, thank you so much uh for your insight i think it's a subject that we may uh revisit at some point and uh if not here in a podcast then at least uh, you'll be able to find material on the danfoss websites uh not so much right now because it's a very new thing so we need to prepare things but we will um have uh, material available for you on danfoss.com at some point thank you so much jörg thank you jens and uh have a nice day Thank you for listening in on this podcast. You're very welcome to post your questions in the social medias where you find Danfoss, typically LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram. Thank you so much and remember to keep cool even when things are running quite hot.